Hello everyone and welcome back to the life of Riley. We're going to hop right into today's episode because I have a very special guest. She is beautiful. She is smart. She is kind. She is generous. She is successful. I am 50% her. It's my mother. And we are giving you guys the best mom advice that we've received over the years and also some advice from our friends that they've gotten from their moms. It was such a good episode. It was so much fun to record and I can't wait to share it with you guys. So stay tuned. We'll hop right into it. Don't forget to follow at Life of Riley Pod on Instagram. Um, yeah, it's a good time. I promise. Okay. Enjoy today's episode and I'll see you next time on the life of Riley. Hi queen. Hello, my baby princess. How are you? I'm well. How are you, babe? I'm good. Thank you so much for doing this. This is going to be really fun. I'm actually very excited about this episode. I was chatting with my friends earlier and they gave me some good advice. So I'm excited. It's important to always appreciate what our moms, you know, have passed on to us because as much as we sometimes think I'm never going to do that or I'm never going to be that way, it happens. It happens. I was having lean cuisine on the couch watching Shark Tank on Friday night and I thought, Wow, I really am my mom. Yes. What are who are who do you think you are, sis? Me? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's dive right in. So I actually want to start with I want to give the best advice you've ever given me. And then I want okay. you to tell me the best advice that you've ever gotten from your mom. Okay. okay so I'm well, gonna start. Here's my favorite advice that you've given me. You've given me so much good advice, so it was hard to pick. But my favorite. I didn't realize you could fill many shows doing that. Yeah, exactly. I could do a whole season on this. But my favorite is happiness is a choice. I love that. Yes. That is the best advice you've given me. And that's what I try and live by. And I think that having, choosing to have a positive attitude, no matter what, has benefited me more than most things that I've been able to do most of the most of the things that are good about me I'm articulate I swear most of the good traits about me are not as good as just having a positive attitude so that's the best advice happiness is a choice thank you mom you're welcome sweetheart i'm so happy to hear that because I love it's that. true yeah it really is it's it's true the um it's got to be internally driven you know the circumstances of our external world is often out of our controls. Often there's nothing you can do about a particular situation. Preach it, says. It's how you choose, how you choose to embrace it or deal with it and acknowledge it and have your life every day be happy to some degree because yeah. you got to choose it. You got to choose to look at the bright side. You've got to choose to be positive. You've got to choose to understand I can't change that. So I'm not going to fret about it. Right. Yeah. Where there are no solutions. There are no problems. What about you? What's the best advice that you ever got from granny? Hmm. I want to say that I've gotten so much, of course, like you, we could fill several episodes, but the one thing that really does come back to me, even as you and your brother are adults is when uh, your brother was born, he's older than you, of course. So when he was born, I remember her saying, don't ever forget that everything is new to them. Everything is new. 
And I, I, I understood generally what she meant by that um, at the time, of course, but it really rings true even now as you and your brother are adults and things happen, you know, around the world, you know, and things that sometimes daddy and I assume you or your brother know. And it's like, well, I, you know, you'll say, well, I didn't know that, or I didn't know that was a thing. And we're like, oh, that's right. You know, they're only 26 and 24. Yeah. I think that's so good. And I think too, it's obviously was in relation to parenting, but even in the normal world, like when I was working at Disneyland, I used to think about that. Like, you know, people would ask, I'd hear the same question 500 times, but it's like, that was the first time that person was asking the question because it was the first time they've ever been to Disneyland. And you have to treat people with the same enthusiasm and patience as if, even though maybe you work in that field, you see it every day, they don't know any better. Right. Exactly. And, and it was the same thing, you know, to, to see the world through your eyes as you were seeing it for the first time and have the enthusiasm. I like that. Um, were you able to get any advice from your friends? I was. I got some, um, <clears throat> of course, I have such hilarious friends. One of them, uh, Jenny, you know, of course, Jenny, I'll just mention Jenny said that I should ask her daughter because her daughter would be full of great, <laughs> great I advice love that. that her mom gave her. Isn't that hilarious? That's so funny. My cousin Debbie talked about to never settle. Mm. And how important just that one word settle is, for example, and like never settle in relationships, in career, in your health, in, you know, in your, your wellness, your faith, your personal care, care, you know, always try to be the best version of you. Yeah. And I think that's great, great advice. Yeah. Always. That's just, you know, it's important. It's motivating. um, Yeah just to never really settle in life. And I think that's really important to remember, being the best version of yourself. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. I think that's so true. One piece of advice that um, I got a couple things from my friends, but there was actually one piece of advice that everyone said. Everyone said the same thing. And then they kind of like chimed in in other ways. But the general sentiment from all my friends is that their parents, their moms told them, you don't need no mans. <laughs> like, this is what one of them said. Like, the, I'll read her a text. To never rely on a man. She told me around the time of early high school years that regardless of marriage and devoting your life to someone else, there's truly always a chance that it could not work out and that I needed to be successful for me first. Now, this there was a variation from everyone for the same thing. Sure. And I have friends right. whose parents are divorced and remarried and then happily married who are divorced, who have been married for 30 years. And they all said, because she was saying, you know, maybe it's because like her, her mom was divorced, but everyone said the same thing, regardless yeah, of sure. their parents' marital status. And you've told me that too. And you and Absolutely. dad are still have been married for a really long time. So it just doesn't matter. I don't know. It was just, it was really cool. That was a, that was a really strong one that everyone said the exact same thing. Well, and it is true because when you're not with a partner, again, being the best version of yourself for yourself and choosing happiness and choosing positivity mm-hmm. makes for a better life, just a day-to-day existence for you. Then yeah. when you come together with a partner, you're that much better. You're that much better if you're both sort of 
independently good people. You know, you're yeah. solid, you're good, you're golden. Then together, amazing things can happen. But totally. it doesn't, you know, you don't want to ever have to depend on someone. For First of all, for your happiness, you'll never be happy mm-hmm. if it's contingent on someone so else. <clears throat> their thoughts, their feelings, their moods, that's not going to happen. Um, but it does make things stronger when they're a great version of themselves and you're the best version of yourself. Yeah. And even with these, even with this advice from my friends, this is coming from girls who are married, who are engaged, who are in long-term relationships. So they have a partner that they love and that they rely on for a lot of things, but they're still saying like, yeah, don't ever, don't ever, um, rely on someone else. And Sydney's or pardon me, Kelly said something similar. She just said, yeah, basically what the other girls said, you need to be successful for yourself because you just never know what's going to happen. Make money for yourself. Don't ever rely on anyone else. I love that. Yeah, it is nice. And But also what's really nice is when you do find someone that you really can depend on and you care about and you know they have your back and you can sort of let your guard down and be comfortable and know that someone is there for you going both ways. That's also really, really nice. It doesn't take away from your independence and your ability to be your own person. It's not that you necessarily need the partner, but how wonderful it is when you want the partner mm-hmm. and they want you mm-hmm. and how you just, you can feel much stronger in many ways. Yeah. I actually heard, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and I heard this woman talking about her relationship with her husband and how he's like an aircraft carrier for her where like she could land her own plane on land and be totally fine. Mm -hmm. And like she can take off and land and she's fine. But the air, he's the aircraft carrier. So he just makes it easier to go other places and do other things and have the same like take off and landing. And she's like, and I just come back and it's just, it's just better. It's just easier, but she could do it, but it just makes it, you know, and I just really like that. I feel like that was very cool. Yeah. That's a great example. I, I, I agree with that. I think it's really true that being independent and able to take care of yourself, take care of yourself is is great. It's it's imperative, particularly in this day and age. I think, but having someone else to share your life with is really nice, really yeah. comforting. Yeah, totally. Okay, what else did you get? Any other advice? I did. So great. from my cousin Maria, she was talking about. How important it is, of course, to care for those who are less fortunate. Always care about those less fortunate than you. And I think this very much ties in with my advice to you about happiness being a choice. Mm -hmm. And that is, if you focus on yourself all the time, you you will most times be miserable. Yeah. You know, external focus on others those less fortunate, those who are suffering, helps you to laser focus how your life is pretty good in most respects. Maybe my life isn't where I want it to be, or I'm not the person that I want to be, 
but I should do something every single day to get there. Mm-hmm. Head in in that direction. But along the way, it's important to be happy and grateful where you are. Yeah. Each step of the way. Yeah. And I think that focusing on those that are less fortunate than you helps you always appreciate what you have. Even if you don't have a lot, quote unquote, a lot. Right. It just gives you you perspective. Absolutely. That that perspective is so important in your life. So I think just, you know, um, Aunt Dorothy's always, you know, had this, uh, she's very religious too, and this idea that, you know, helping those less fortunate really helps you in so many ways. She also talked about the strength um, our mothers give us. Even when we don't, um, when we may not realize it at the time, you know, you, you, you may be going through a hard time and your mom gives you advice and you're, you may be like, yeah, that doesn't apply, mom, or whatever. Yeah. And you understand later. My mom, now that granny's gone, there's so much of what she told me over the years and showed me over the years that I appreciate so much more now. That, yeah. you know, I couldn't at the time. I was either too young or didn't have the experience and things like that. But even now I have those aha moments like, oh, that's what granny meant. That's what, that's she what meant. it is. Yeah. yeah. When she said that. You know, totally. it, it really does give me strength because it, even though she's not here, I know what she meant. It's at those moments. That's when she said it, that's what it was meant for those particular Mm -hmm. moments in my life that I need to hear that. And because granny is no longer granny, because granny passed away, she's no longer with us. It's like a reminder that she's always there. Every single time something happens and you remember her advice, it's like just it's a reminder about her, which is so which is the best thing. Totally, totally. And I love it that it's it's a legacy that yeah. you know, her connection to you through me is there. Yeah. And it will be with, you know, my grandchildren and Yeah. So that's um that's really sweet. Again, and really comforting. A lot of this advice, um, a lot of the advice that my mom gave me, granny gave me over the years, I just find so comforting. Yeah. Right? Um, Like this, I've always, one of the things we've always told you children about go there, when we say go there. If there's a scary situation or you're nervous about in anticipating something that's coming up, you know, whether it's um, something as minor as, you know, a test at school or something really big about, you know, um, like your friend brought up a job interview or something like that, or you have to face an uncomfortable situation and you're just, you know, sick to your stomach and all of that. But it's important to go there. The closer you get to your problems, walk towards them, the smaller they get. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's not as actually scary. Well, that's actually one of the things I'll read it. That's very similar to one of the things that my friend, she shared with me that her mom tells her. And she says that her mom always says that anticipation is worse than the situation. And that goes hand in hand with literally everything she says, taking a test, going for an interview, having a hard conversation with someone, breaking up with someone, whatever. It's always worse than you expect. And she says that she says this to herself 
every time she's nervous, every day, she's always telling herself, like, the anticipation is worse than the situation, which is exactly what you're saying. Like, go there. And I agree with that. And something that seems so simple, but I hear it a lot, is, like, don't go through the anxiety twice. Like, don't if, – Yeah, if, absolutely. If the situation is going to cause you anxiety, don't then have anxiety about the situation. Just let that be the worst part. Let the situation exactly. be the worst part. And then it's over. You don't have to go through it twice. Right. Or when you go there and say, okay, go to the extreme of in your mind, you know, the worst case scenario, you don't do well on the test or you don't get the job at the interview or whatever it might be. Okay. Are you going to die? I mean, what's going to happen? What's your plan B? Yeah. What's your plan B? Being prepared for, you know, to pivot and do something else will make you feel better too. Like the world is not as scary a place if you just sort of can pull the lens back and calm the hell down. (laughs) Seriously. And I feel better too. Like since we're talking about moms and like mom advice, Mm -hmm. I sometimes my worst case scenario is solved by just like having supportive parents. Like I'm like, well, that's the worst case scenario, but whatever, I'll just move in with my mom and dad or whatever. Like it's, it's like, it's solved by just you guys. You know, if the worst case scenario is I lose my job, I lose my apartment, I lose my car, I have nothing. No one loves me. Hey, mom and dad do. I'll go move in with them. Like it solves my worst case scenario. And I know that not everyone is as lucky to have that, but you know, this whole, the whole point of this episode is just to show like mom advice can be very comforting no matter your age or no matter what situation you're in, no matter your current relationship with your mom, it's very comforting. It is. It is. And it's really true. You know, I, I know I always joke with you kids to say that, you know, when you say, oh, mom, you're right. Or your brother will say, mom, you were right. I should have done X, you know? Yeah. And, and I always say to you kids jokingly, but I'm mostly serious, you know, it's a curse, but it's yeah. true. It's a curse <laughs> being right. Are, it's a curse being right all the time. But most moms get that and understand that. Yeah. And it's why I'm usually team mom, you know, over the years when you've said, you know, told me things about situations with your friends or whatever. And like, oh, can you believe her mom said that or did that? And I've always said to you, yes, I absolutely can. You know, yeah. I can understand why the mom said that or did that. And, um, you know, that life perspective yeah, that moms really, I mean, in except in very rare cases, moms love their children. Every mother, it's universal. You mm-hmm. know, there's nothing unique about me and mm-hmm. moms who love their kids and want mm-hmm. what's best for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really true. I think that's really, really true. Um, One other piece of advice that my friends threw into the mix is the classic, kill them with kindness. Always remember the one that you're, always remember you're the one who has to lay down every night with your actions and be satisfied. Oh, yeah. I like that one a lot. That's a really good one. Uh, My cousin Trisha also had another one from my Aunt Ramona, and that was that she said when her little girl, when her, well, she's a grown woman with her own son now, but when her daughter was born, her And mom, she's pregnant. I know. Isn't that awesome? She's pregnant with a girl. That's so exciting. Go ahead. It is so wonderful. Um, but she was saying, Trisha was saying that when her daughter, Brittany, was born, that her mom, my Aunt Ramona, um, told her that 
don't forget that your baby is a guest in your home. Mm-hmm. And Trisha was like, well, what do you mean by that? You know, she was a little confused. And she said, because one day your daughter is going to leave home. So your job is to prepare her to survive. So when she falls and skins her knee, you give her a washcloth and a Band-Aid and you teach her how to care for herself and, you know, so on and so on. And that obviously the whole point is to teach your kids to eventually leave. That's really what parenting is all about in the end, isn't it? You're, yeah. You know, you've got a short time span of generally 18 years mm-hmm. to prepare them to go off and live their lives. It's yeah. true. So I thought that was really good advice too, to remember that it's not always just like, you know, your children aren't born to fulfill our own needs. You know, you're born to fulfill your own destinies and it's our job to help you do that. Preach it. Say it louder for the people in the back. Yeah. I like it. That's really good advice, mama. I always knew you were good with advice. I can hear Scout's dog tags in the background. <laughs> yeah, Scout Scout doesn't need any advice. He's a perfect dog. I know at times in the past, this is kind of a joke that you have said, oh, oh, thanks, Oprah, when um, I give you some sort of lecture about, oh, you know, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. I'm plugging in my computer or... to charge it, but keep talking. Okay. But that's why I'm getting up. Keep talking. Okay. So, um, but... The truth is, is that, especially with you, you learn your kids and what your type of kids you have about, quote unquote, taking advice. There are some kids that you can have the best advice on the planet and you give it to them and they will reject it out of hand on principle, you know, because mom said it or dad said it. No, I'm not. I'm not going there. I've never and done there, that in my life. <laughs> and, there, and then there are kids that, you know, um, you can say, Hey, listen, it's a really bad advice. You know, this is, it's, it's not a good idea for you to do X and they just will walk away and not think twice about going back. You know, your brother's kind of like that. He's always like, why should I reinvent the wheel? You know, if mom and dad I like died- to just make sure that the wheel is the best that it is. <laughs> I like to just double check. I like to fact check. I'm a journalist, mom. Are you, I just are you sure a square won't roll just as fine, just as that's well? That's what I'm saying. You you give Patrick advice and he's like, solid, thank you. You give me advice, I'm like, that's incredible. I'm gonna fact check it. I'm gonna do a little research. I'm gonna fact check. And then I come back and I'm like, Great job, mom. You did it. That was correct. <laughs> but the thing is you always do respond better if I do sort of talk to you a little bit more, sort of help you pull the lens back, give you some examples you know, talk a little bit more about it, like Oprah, and then you'll be like, yes, I get it, mom. Thank you. I mean, you're just that way. You know, you're just, it's your personality. I always think of this story when you kids were younger and somehow we were having breakfast and somehow the subject of marijuana came up and you were, I think, still in elementary school or something at this point. Dang, shoddy. She was and advanced we, for her age. <laughs> and we were talking about it. You might have been in middle school. And I remember your brother saying, oh, well, I've got plans for my life. I am not even, I'm not interested in that. I'm not going to try it. I don't want to do it. I just, I've got things I got to do. So I'm not going to waste my time with that. 
And I looked over at you and I could just see your little brain <laughs> in motion, you know, things, you know, churning and churning and you're looking up in the air and you're looking around. And, and then you said, mom, can you die from trying marijuana for the first time? And I looked at you and I said, how do you think most people die? <laughs> <laughs> See? And then, Mom, what did I do? I grew up and I fact-checked you. And I can yes, say, you, you can live. <laughs> that is so funny. That's so funny. I think for a while there, you were like, really? And I was like, yeah. And you were like, yeah. Okay. So I, maybe it just, you know, put off a little bit longer what was inevitable, but. No, but you know something, it's, we won't go into all this, but I've said this before on another episode with another friend I was interviewing. You and dad are very chill about most things. Like you guys are like, um, not chill, like we're allowed to do whatever, but like you're open about talking about everything and. Right. The only thing growing up that I really was like, very adverse to was drugs and alcohol. I feel like that was the one thing that you guys were like, it is a non-negotiable. We're not going to like, we're not going to wheel and deal and let you do this, but not that. That was like the thing that was like, it was a no. And right, that was right. how it was going to be. Right. And I like that. I like that. Okay. Wow. Mommy. Well, thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. Give, give, a, give a little Tuesday shout out piece of advice for the rest of the week for all the listeners. Besides the usual that you you used to get annoyed when I tell you that smart is sexy, but I think that's oh, yeah. really true. I agree. I think, yeah. you, I think you think so now too. Yeah. yeah. My mom used to say that. Yeah. And, um, and I think that being smart too, it just means so many different things. It doesn't just mean like have a high IQ. It just means like ask questions, be informed, yeah. like read the news, just know be what's curious. going on. Be curious. Yeah. Exactly. It's very, exactly. it's very attractive to just be intellectually curious. So – Maybe go yeah, read a sure. book, you guys. Maybe maybe hop off this podcast, go read a book, go read an article in the newspaper. That's my mom's advice to you. Read a book. Or, you know, or some of the just the usuals like, you know, always make sure you're wearing clean underwear. You never know what's going to happen if you're in an accident or something. That's you true. Know? <laughs> my mom used to say that. My mom used to be like, Please make sure that you are wearing underwear or like I'd go without shoes if I was going to the grocery store or like not the grocery store, but like a drive through. And she's like, if you get in an accident, you're going to want to have shoes on and underwear. And I'm <laughs> so like, true. yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> so now or the I- usual things like, you know, um, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. All those, you know, that's it. The gold standards. That's your objective for the week, you guys. Go read a book, and if you don't have anything nice to say, zip it. Zip it, Zippy. That's what I have to say. Wow, thank you so much, Mama. This was great. Okay, this was baby. so much fun. I love you. Thank you for awesome. the advice. Uh, sure. I will promptly be hanging up to now FaceTime you after this to show you the tuna sandwich that I'm having for lunch. Oh, so be prepared you, for that. Awesome. And, I have um, another good recipe to share with you, too. So Another recipe? Recipe. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you. A nice recipe for salmon and couscous. Yum. I love couscous and I love salmon. Hey, listen. Your bro's calling. I'm going to jump off. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thank you you so much. Bye-bye. See you later. Thank you.